and welcome to Forster's More Than Law Graduate Recruitment Special. I'm Miri Stickland and today we're focusing on myth busting for training contracts interviews. So I'm joined by one of our commercial real estate partners, Catherine Eakers. She's also one of the partners on our graduate recruitment panel and homegrown. She joined Forster's as a trainee um, and alongside Catherine are trainees Phoebe and Annalisa. Today we're going to talk about busting the myth of showing commercial awareness, more particularly that you need to have read The Economist to have commercial awareness. Phoebe and Lisa, can I come to you to start with and ask you what you sort of think commercial awareness really means? Yeah, um, I can go first there. Hi. Hi. Um, So I definitely had a tough time trying to understand what commercial awareness actually was. I think um, whenever I started applying, I thought that there was some kind of magical box that was just full of commercial awareness that I had to tap into and would kind of try and read, get into like the minutiae of businesses to try and understand and get this like magical commercial awareness knowledge. Now, what I realized is that actually isn't really what it's all about. I think for me personally, I kind of came to see that commercial awareness is more more about having an interest in how things might affect the firm, but also it's a way of thinking about the firm as being this um, kind of business that doesn't operate in isolation, but is just affected by the everyday changes in society or politics that you know you notice as an individual and it's just thinking about how that might affect the firm I guess so who the clients are and what they might be thinking if you were to be in their shoes I guess. It's interesting Annalisa when you say about the magic box of commercial awareness that is absolutely what I thought when I was applying for shoes and I remember I had one of my uncles who's a stockbroker he's the only non-teacher in the family basically I remember kind of quizzing him and saying, tell me what I need to know, you know, what's this magic commercial awareness thing? Um, and he sort of said, there's no, there is no magic to it, really. It's just um, I, I awareness kind of, of the world. And, yeah, I, to me, I always think it's more sort of current awareness mm. and sort of understanding sort of vaguely. I mean, you don't need to know, you know, all the details, the FTSE 100 companies, but having some understanding of kind of which companies are kind of in the news at the time, because you may well get asked about that. But more than that, sort of what are the issues of the day? Yeah, yeah, I think it's it's, it's general awareness, isn't it? It's, it's basically what you could get by reading BBC yeah. quite carefully yeah. and then having a think about think about the issues and how that affects people and potentially how it would affect clients of the firm and and how it would affect the firm as well because yeah, you were really right to sort of talk about the firm as a business as well as clients and their sort of business because I think what what really sets people apart in shoes for commercial awareness is when they talk about current affairs but then do apply it to Forsters rather than you get some people and often it's because they're really nervous but they basically parrot off what they've read on BBC or on the FT or something and then you say, oh, and how do you think that might impact forces or forces clients? And they just sort of freeze. And they clearly haven't thought about that. You know, they're just sort of regurgitating what they've read on the news. So it's, it's just that one step further, isn't it? It's about thinking in advance. What is the relevance of this to forces as a business? Yeah, really. And forces as business is affected by what affects its clients and also by things that affect any business like costs and 
availability of people to do the work and yeah um other things and that you might read about in the news so yeah it's that 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 thought process and it's just having a bit of a quiet think about that Phoebe where did you go sort of when you were preparing for training contracts what kind of resources did you find useful to help you with this question of what commercial awareness is so I think similarly to Annalisa I first thought that having commercial awareness meant that you had to sort of know of every merger that happened in the city in the last five years and I quickly realised that that wasn't only wrong but was impossible so I first started sort of looking at financial times and everything like that and then I quickly realised that that's not what I was interested in that's not what attracted you know, I decided that sort of corporate city law wasn't for me which is why I had the interest in Forsters and on this sort of reshuffle of my ideas I realised actually sort of commercial awareness is more what interests you and it's as much an interest in politics as you said sort of current affairs as it is having a sort of general understanding of how finance works so when I sort of realised that that's when I started just looking, basically just reading the newspaper. And I am more interested in reading the sort of first 10 pages of the newspaper as opposed to the finance section. But you can still, it's not knowing about specific mergers, but it's knowing that the budget is relevant or knowing that any sort of big scandal or any big politics change is going to impact the clients and the business. And so I just started to basically just read the news more, but I've always been interested in reading the news, but it's just sort of reading it with a finer understanding of how that will impact a business rather than just for your general understanding. So I just read the sort of resources that I've read since I sort of first started reading the news, so BBC, and then just of whatever was lying around the home, so like the Times, Telegraph, anything and just speaking to people as well. So my family is really interested in politics and it's just sort of engaging at the dinner table. And as I said, just sort of thinking further about what's going on, not just thinking what's going on, but how you can apply that to a legal context. Yeah, I think you're really right to mention the budget, actually. That's a really good point because, you know, we so often, the tax changes are always going to be of relevance to some part of the business. No, I think, and I also think, maybe you're completely right in terms of that interest, because what makes you an engaging interviewee is, is interest and enthusiasm in something, isn't it? And so focusing your time and efforts on looking at current affairs that interest you is definitely the right way to go. Um, and then thinking about how they affect the firm rather than try and turn yourself into something you're not a kind of parrot of yeah, M&A deals in the city. Um, and I think it's also worth saying that we, as interviewers, you take into account experiences that the person you're interviewing has had. So, you know, someone who's coming to law, say, as a 28-year-old who's done a couple of other careers, you'd probably, you'd expect them to display a greater sense of commercial awareness than a 20-year-old who's in their second year of their law degree. And yes, you expect the person in the second year of their law degree to display some commercial awareness, but you've got to be realistic about the experiences they've had in what, what is demonstrated so that that is also definitely taken into account we think about that to try and make sure that it's a level a level playing field and, and also the sort of the backgrounds people come from the kind of experiences that they've had and the chances to talk about what they've been able to talk about with sort of friends and family you can display just as much commercial awareness by talking at a very micro level about 
the business you've worked in, you know, the bar that you've worked in or the shop you've worked in as a student, provided you have the interest and the kind of knowledge to talk about it, then you can from being a, having had the opportunity to work in law firms, say, over several years and talk about those. I listened to a really interesting podcast with Jay Malone, um, she of the very nice scented candles, etc. And listening to her talking about entrepreneurialism was really interesting. And I think that's, you know, a resource that that you can use and you can obviously listen on the go. And, you know, so I would highly recommend finding, find those podcasts, you know, about things that interest you or people that interest you and listen to those as you're walking to wherever you're going um, about your daily business um, because that's you know another resource yeah yeah great idea definitely thanks <laughs> also, I have to say I also found podcasts extremely useful I mean my family was less like we I know there wasn't so much discussion so I think I felt a bit lost when I'd start reading things it would feel so foreign to me um, trying to read these articles about things that I hadn't really come across and it wasn't really a spoken about thing at home, I guess. But what I found really good for that reason was podcasts because it was that more conversational approach. And then if there was something really interesting on that, I could go and look it up after. But I found that a really useful way to get um, kind of insights into things, not just commentary, but what were people actually saying about different things and getting different opinions. And then from that, try and form my own opinion. And as everyone's been saying, thinking, oh, I wonder how you know, this would affect a client of the firm and therefore affect the firm. So yeah, I think that's a good, good resource as well. Good, thank you. So finally, let me just ask you, do you have some sort of tips on sort of real life examples that you might be able to use to show that you've got a bit of commercial awareness? I used to work in a small local cafe. And I remember, I mean, it was a very small cafe that wasn't particularly successful to be honest which gave me a view of a bad um, business setup I guess but I remember when they gave me the control of closing up and I would have to kind of do the accounts and like looking at you know how much profit we might have made that day and seeing kind of the business run from that accounting point of view even though it was very small it wasn't like a big buzzing cafe but looking at that and taking stock of orders and I just even seeing the customers come in and what what they were picking what how we needed to control the orders just gave a very basic understanding of what businesses need to run and the organization I guess it takes in terms of planning um, to order things but also what you actually kind of take stock of at the end of the day and whether there is a profit or not um so I guess that gave me a kind of basic initial understanding of a business at a small level um I don't know about you Phoebe I also worked for when I started working for them they were a really small nut butter brand um so they were sort of a startup when I first started working there and the founder was amazing she had she managed to get a grant and she had just sort of set up from, she'd gone from just selling about 10 jars a week in a market to it's pepper nut. So I think lots of people have heard of it, but it's now sold in every supermarket in the country. They're even looking to go international. 
transition and being there and working for them whilst they were undergoing that transition provided more commercial awareness than I think any article would ever give you. You get to see everything that happens from sort of the design through to you get to sort of see all the tax consequences if you find that interesting and then sort of you know looking at profit and loss and margins that's sort of the best way to learn anything it's so immersive and it was really great to see but I mean I was that second year student with like sort of very little knowledge of life when I applied to the firm and obviously I thought I knew more than I did um but I think you can get lots of commercial experience, commercial awareness from university itself. So you can do, you know, you always have these societies, you have the sort of financial and economic societies that you can join. And they do offer amazing talks that are really useful like from huge companies. But then I think in line with what we were talking about earlier, it's more about your own interests. So I played hockey throughout school and one of the things that was particularly useful for commercial awareness was when we were applying for sponsorships from companies so we would sort of usually try to get anything from sort of 500 quid to sort of 500 grand just to help us out with kits every year and we often go to sort of law firms or big banks or anything and when you're sort of pitching to get that sponsorship um, I really found that that would help for commercial awareness because you obviously have to try and explain why your own club's interests align with the bank and why they'd want to sponsor you and why it was actually a good investment for them. And undergoing all that and successfully getting sponsorships um, is definitely a way that you could bolster your CV and try to explain how you had your own knowledge. I think you guys think, um, really good examples there, actually. Sorry, Annalisa, go ahead. Did you want to add something? So other things that people might have got involved with, for example, I found when I was at school or university, I used to um, try and organise charity style events every now and then to try and just raise money for different charities, either through school or just independently. And it might have been something like a bake sale when I was younger, leading up to more like organising um, a party to raise money for charity or a uh, um, kind of activities day where we yeah, everyone did lots of like outdoor activities and there were things sold all to raise money for a specific charity and although that is something that isn't directly related to law or you know for me I didn't think that was related but whenever it's actually an example that you can speak about in interviews because there are transferable skills in terms of time management, working with other people, pitching ideas to people, trying to um, kind of sell an idea to raise money for charity. And those skills can transfer into understanding a law firm as a business, working with people, how you've got to sell yourself and your idea as well. So I think whenever you're thinking about how can I show that I've you know, being engaged with commercial awareness, it doesn't need to be that you've worked for a business or in a business. It can be just taking initiative in different ways and thinking about how what you have done can relate to maybe skills that a law firm would want. Thank you so much for joining me today. If listeners would like to know more about the graduate recruitment process, you can head over to that area of our website on forsters.co.uk and you can follow us on all the usual social media platforms, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. And until next time, goodbye.
podcast is for general information only and should not be considered to be professional advice. Forces LLP accepts no liability or responsibility for any direct or consequence from the loss arising from the use of, reliance on, or reference to this podcast. Forces LLP makes no warranty or representation as to the accuracy of the information contained in this podcast. The Modern Law Podcast and all copyright in it is the property of Forsters LLP and it should not be used, reproduced or quoted, whether in whole or part, without Forsters LLP's prior written consent.